night last time. I was on YouTube and I was watching uh, math. I was watching um, Ransom and he's not dissing no fucking Eminem, by the way. But people love to say clickbait shit. But of course, motherfucker, stupid. Math Haffa. You're talking about lyrical spiritual rappers. And the difference of lyrical spiritual rappers is pretty much saying this is what it means. Lyrical spiritual rap is when you say something that is so fucking crazy that it's just in, inhumanly possible. You know, like when Mac Beatle said, I'm more crazy than a short lady having 40. I'm more crazy than a short lady having 40. I'm more crazy than a short lady having 44 babies. That's lyrical spiritual because that's like a, that's like so fucking, it sounds crazy, but it's so nonsensical. That's what lyrical spiritual is, right? So, motherfuckers hate it for some bizarre reason because it makes no sense. These, that's why you got these rappers, but at the same time, it's kind of dumb. You got trap rappers that be just saying it's the most stupid. Okay, so when you hear Young Thug rap, he doesn't really say a lot of shit. Y'all like his cadence and what he's saying, but he's saying a whole lot of random shit. So what do you call that? I'm just, I'm just saying. And most of the fucking goddamn time, dog, it's just ear catchy. Y'all niggas always say, rappers should say shit that's, that's catchy, don't be boring. Well, in order for, in order for you to say shit that's ear catchy is to say something that is so fucking off the wall bunkers that it gets your attention. Like when I say a line where I say, I'm as bonkers as a bobcat with a cop badge. I'm referring to bonkers, you know, the cartoon. But niggas don't like it. And even if you like speak on obscure shit, that's still lyrical miracle. What the fuck are you talking about? You're whack because you're saying a bunch of obscure things. Trust me, fans love to fucking do this shit. If you're fucking today's fans, not the 90s fans, they used to just accept you for you. Nowadays, fans don't do that shit. You gotta either fucking make shit like this or move out the fucking way. And sometimes, it doesn't matter what you do, niggas hate you any fucking way. That's why I hate motherfuckers like, send me your souls to your, to, to these independent. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. My music does not relate to you. It doesn't. But you're talking about real shit, bro. Real shit. So does that classify me as lyrical, spiritual miracle? I got a fucking song called How Can I Find where the whole fucking song is about me not, you know, being out of, not really, because I used to draw a lot. And the song is about me trying to find the passion to draw. I also don't like my, I don't, I just don't like my fucking rap voice. I hate my fucking rap voice. But we like uniqueness, or the fuck you don't? That's a minority. Minorities don't count. If a minority motherfuckers like your shit, that's a small section. The majority has to like your shit. 
The minority small section is cool, but here's the kicker about the minority section. They will never fucking share your shit. What's the point? Nigga DM me saying, are you still active making music? I say, yeah. Oh, I thought you was in style. I thought you stopped. Out of nowhere, I'm like, yeah, I got songs, singles. Where you been? Oh, oh, my bad, dog. You know, I'm sorry, bro. I thought you never put out music, bro. Keep putting out your music. You fucking hobbyist. You ain't got a team behind you. How the fuck you gonna make this shit work? You can put without a fucking team. Houseway. Because it does, it, the music does matter. Because you got to make, because these niggas talking about if you get on the beat right, I see, this with my, I see this with my own eyes. What I've been through from 2018, you know, putting my music out there on stores, figuring out this shit, trying to see how shit works. I can guarantee out of all the shit I learned, motherfuckers just want the same shit. You know what I mean? Niggas want you to get turned up, make turned up music. Back in the days, there was a group of artists that made that specific music. If you want turned up shit, you go to this group. You want motherfucking lyricals, miracle shit, you get this group. If you want motherfucking chill, vibey shit, you do this. You go to this group. Now, mind you, there's motherfuckers that can fucking do both. You like how they are really, 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 really fast and really aggressive? That's your group right here. The issue is you have motherfuckers that are fans of one group and want you to do what this group does. So if their favorite group of rappers are rappers that rap really, 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 really fast, really, really, really aggressive, and they hear you, they expect you to do what these niggas do, even though that is not your fucking style. How many fucking times... Have I been told, you're rapping too monotone. Do you fucking know what monotone means? Monotone means none changing, which means it's very hard to stay in one motherfucking tone like this. I'm about to fucking go and get rich. I'm about to go and fuck your bitch. I can't fucking rap like that. That's impossible. If you can rap like that, you're fucking, if you, like, if you can, I don't, I don't, like, I, if you can rap like that for a whole fucking verse, no changes, even though my song Calm Down, yes, it's, it's the same pattern, but every, but it's like every four bars, I kind of change it up a little bit, even though the verses all sound, this, like, it doesn't, even the second verse, you know, has a, has a noticeable change, but if, you're rapping in the same motherfucking tone, same motherfucking tone don't mean shit. The pattern, I don't care. Some motherfuckers just have a monotone voice. It is what it is. If the flow pattern's the fucking same, then it's boring. If the beat's the same, the voice the same, the pattern's the same, then you're boring. Then it's super monotone at this fucking point. If the beats are unique, the, the voice is monotonous, but the flow is moving? Come on, my dog. What the fuck are we doing? I can't picture myself do that. I don't know if I try to, I can't. I have to switch it up. I gotta change this. There's methods of recording, like punching in. But back to what I'm saying about lyrical spiritual shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Niggas take the art form of, of, the art form 
everything seemed like, okay, he got this. It's about the business. I don't give a fuck about the business. I just make my fucking music. I can't appeal to motherfuckers on Bandcamp. I got a fucking damn song called Sword of Omens. That shit got a shitload of fucking skips. Well, had a, a song. I deleted it off. You would think, oh, but just easily blow up on Bandcamp. You get a fan base. Nigga, let's be real. I get more followers on fucking SoundCloud than Bandcamp. Okay? Even though half the motherfuckers are fucking spam accounts. As for TikTok, nah. Who just stopped that? Let's be fucking real with it, dog. It's a preference. But niggas make it seem like it's like the law. Like, you gotta not do lyrical spiritual rap. It's too lyrical spiritual. Come on, dog. Come on. Stop doing that lyrical spiritual shit. How about stop telling artists what the fuck to do? I cannot stand people that do that shit. Why do you do that? Why? And then these motherfuckers don't even like the artist. So what the fuck are you doing? But you got songs that are actually cool. You got songs okay, my nigga. So it's apparent I ain't just lyrical, miracle, spiritual. If I can make a fucking song like In The Cut, that's like a wee chill song, and then turn around and do some other song, and do another song about fucking bitches with Scooby-Doo, I, I don't give a fuck, and then do another song about this, it is fucking clear that I can talk about a variety of fucking things. And have a variety of fucking styles. I am very fucking versatile. What are we saying? What are we doing? That's what I don't do. I don't send songs to fucking bloggers. They fucking trash. I don't care. You ain't gonna fucking see me send a song to a blog and then someone look up my fucking name. It's bad enough I got a few of this, these niggas doing this. Like, what's that fucking goddamn person? Uh, Wax Stars, remember them? Follow people at random, giving them distro kid accounts, distro kid discounts, with a suspect looking fucking goddamn web website. Give you free promotion. On SoundCloud, so they can tell you you're using the wrong cadence. You're using the wrong cadence. We want artists that make hits. That's the fucking problem. Not everyone can make hits, my guy. But look at all the songs that you made, like feel new. That's nothing. You could blew up with that song. Okay, a generic fucking damn song with a generic fucking goddamn hook. Who can't do that? And the issue is you get too fucking attached to that shit to the point that you expect me to make more songs like that. No, nigga, I'm more than just a fucking A1 beat with a hook. And I notice every fucking time when I get on a fucking beat with a fucking hook on it. That's because I'm not, well, I'm good and better with hooks. I don't care what niggas think about my hooks. I don't fuck. They're Eminem-ish. They're very simplistic. Ain't that what the fucking niggas want? A easy to fucking sing a hook that is repetitive, yet chords and your hook is too repetitive. No shit. A hook is supposed to be repetitive. It's supposed to do that. So you can remember it. Because if it's not repetitive, how the fuck are you going to remember it? But come on, bro. 
See, shit like that kills me. This thing, like, uh, let's be real with it. It's too lyrical and spiritual for me. This because it's not for you. Look at Kapatara. I mean, I mean, combatter. They don't like him because he's because he's lyrical spiritual. But the thing about it is, he has deeper layers. If you pay attention to what he is saying, he is really saying some real shit. It is over your head. And you know, fans, they're so bold nowadays. I don't care that it's not that's over my head. It's not a good song. It's gotta sound good. In order for it to be talented, it gotta sound good. Well, he got a fucking big fan base, so it's apparent that it appeals to some people. That's what motherfuckers don't get. Most artists just don't appeal to everybody. The issue is you got motherfuckers that want artists to appeal to everybody. And now and they know they don't. So why would you even think that? I think it's a, it's a talent. It's not a talent. Drake can't appeal to everybody. Have you ever seen a fucking rapper that's mainstream but is loved by the underground? You've never seen that. I don't know that one rapper who's a 10-time multi-million dollar, multi-platinum artist that's Loved by the underground. And I've never seen an underground rapper that's loved by the mainstream masses. Except MF Doom. But let's be real with it. How many people really know MF Doom? I mean, there's a lot of people that know him, but let's be fucking real with it. He ain't got a platinum black. You see what I mean? Which means you don't need a fucking platinum plaque to make a fucking impact. I'm just saying. He ain't won a Grammy. But when he died, he was mentioned at the Grammys. So his impact of him being an artist was more greater than a fucking plaque. More greater than a hit. Which means you don't need to be platinum. You don't need to make a hit single Two have an impact. But you got motherfuckers that think, no, it's the accolades, it's the fucking, it's the, it's the system record sales, it's the streams, it's the numbers. No, the fuck it's not. MF Doom passed away and a swoo of people who I wouldn't even think knew who the fuck this man was, was talking about R.I.P., 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 and then they fucking said R.I.P. to MF Doom at the fucking goddamn BET Music Awards. Never thought that this man would be even mentioned in the same vein as BET Music Awards. How low-key he was? Really, Doom? And of course his fucking albums went through the roof. Niggas wearing masks and shit. Like they really doom fans. Let's be real. Most of these niggas weren't really doom fans. They were just jumping on the wave. Let me say R.I.P. to Doom. Because I'm trying to get I'm gonna say R.I.P. to Doom. And, and, and you know, I never met him. I never heard none of his songs. Let me give my respects. Like I'm a fan. Nigga, I've been a fan since fucking 2008, dog. No, no, 2007. I've been a fan of Doom since 2007. 2007. I was in 2007. I didn't know nothing about when I was in high school. I didn't have no underground hookups. If someone would have told me in 05 when I was in high school, there's a there's a, a dope underground album called Mad Villain. Now, mind you, I've heard. Keep in mind, I've heard 
glimpses of doom. Glimpses. Everyone watched the boondocks. And when I heard, I think, you know what? I did hear him. I didn't know who he was. When boondocks came out, they had MF Doom songs in it. This is way before he died. And I was like around 05. And I'm like, who was, I mean, the songs were dope. I just didn't thought, like, who is this guy? And I remember back in 99, 2000, um, 98, 99, 2000, I went to a fucking swap meet and they had a bunch of music. And they had Operation Doomsday. I didn't know who MF Doom was. So I wasn't gonna take a chance of buying an album from an artist I never fucking heard of. Mind you, I'm a kid, teenager. I was in deep into the underground until college, 07, 08. That's when I heard Doom. That's when I got into fucking Cool Keith. That's when I became a huge fan of Doom. And to this, and I even got a fucking book. To this day, this is like a documentary of Doom. This is way before he fucking died. And I even took a picture of it on Instagram when Instagram was fucking new. So what the fuck are we doing? So we fast forward to all of which he passed away. Everyone's a Doom fan. Everyone's loving Doom. He's on the fucking. I'm like, come on, dog. And keep it. Also, keep this in mind too. When I wasn't fucking, I was signed to Kelly Records. This little label. It's not really a label no more. Wasn't really a label to begin with. Um, but I was dumb and naive, young and dumb and naive. So I don't fucking sign to fucking labels no more. I'm like, you gotta No, I'm not doing that. That's a lesson learned. Don't sign to fucking labels. So anyway, most of the beats I rapped on, like the song My Way is Strange off the Born to Music mixtape, that's an MF Doom beat. Most of that mixtape was MF Doom beats. This is way before he died. This is like 2013, 2012. It's like 2012. 2012. And I was doing my thing. And yes, his, his these mixtape beats from Night Wonder to all that inspired my fucking production. How I make beats is what it is. I grew up on. I listened to a lot. Jet Life still's in the currency. Now I mean, one of us called him trash because he's monotone. And here's the thing about this monotone thing. I remember I was on Instagram, right? And someone said, who was the most influential artist? And someone put in big caps, guru, that mono, that slow flow, that monotone voice. So basically, when you hear a rapper that raps monotone, keep on, it wasn't for guru, you wouldn't have an evidence. You wouldn't have MF Doom, which means you wouldn't have fucking Earl, which means you wouldn't have fucking Tyler. Which means you wouldn't have a lot of monotone rappers. All ascended of guru. Back then, you ain't never had a fucking rapper rap like that. Just so chill and cold like that. You can't, you can say, well, Slick Rick. Slick Rick has characteristics. He's the first rapper to punch in. He's the first rapper that punched in to this thing, punching in. That's a recording method. 
These niggas do it like freestyle, rap, 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 punch. Rap, 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 punch. I write my fucking verses, rap a fucking verse, and if I can't get through the verse, I punch that shit in, in a way that you wouldn't notice it. I have songs where I punched in my shit, you wouldn't even tell I did it. Not that hard, teach yourself. <clears throat> but again, you can't say you rapping too much, I'm told. And the hypocrisy is you got 21 Savage, you got all these motherfucking trap rappers that rap monotone you get turned up to, and you don't come at them like that. If you're an underground backpacker, you wouldn't come at fucking Earl like that. You wouldn't call, come at MF Doom like that. And if you are into old school hip hop, you sure wouldn't come at Guru like that. All that, and since the Guru was the first to fucking sound like that, you are seeing a whole bunch of offsprings of Guru. Anytime you hear a rapper rapping a nonchalant, not giving a fuck, but at the same time, like, you know, chill, cold vibe, that's part of Guru. So when you start talking about, oh, you represent monotone, or have you thought outside of, no, the fuck you don't. Because you wouldn't be having one for saying, like, hey, somebody about this dead, be fucking year. And keep in mind, somebody was shot when they seen, you know, when Kanye West won the Grammy for graduation. And this is when hip hop was dead, was really thing, like who actually gave a fuck and actually talked about it, like around during that time. And that was like the biggest fucking, um, the, the biggest thing, is hip hop dead? Hip hop dead? Is hip hop dead? See, nowadays, if I ever hear that, that shit is just such an annoyance now because it's also straight laziness because you're not looking for the artists that make the real hip hop. You're not giving them any attention. Then when they say, hey, bro, I make that real rap, check me out. Then you turn on your little industry mind and say, yo, bro, to be honest, bro, to be honest, bro, no one's not rapping like that anymore, bro. You gotta fucking be more, more up to date with your style, bro. Oh, up to date as in making songs that sound like it's fucking 2018. That's exactly what the fuck niggas are doing rehashing shit from years ago. There is nothing unique about trap. Now, you're rehashing the same shit. The same thing. And then you got these niggas that hit me up. No, I make music. Hit me up and say, bro, send us your music. I'm the odd one now. I'm the only motherfucker that don't sound like you niggas. And you know what they do to the odd one out, right? They send them the fuck out. And that's why I don't submit songs. And then when I do do it, I'm not in the fucking room. So I don't really give a fuck or even care what the person says about my fucking songs. Because I send a song, I'm not in the room. What's the fucking point? Anyway. Any fucking way. In with DJ show. Shout out to him doing this fucking thing. Let's be fucking real with it. His fans suck. Cause your ass ain't fucking making songs. Like, look how these niggas be treating these niggas that do make boom back in your career. He's too monotone and he's rapping over boom bappy beats. This is supposed to be an independent radio station. Why come when a rapper raps over boom bappy old school beats, they get hated? But when a rapper try to do their best Kendrick Lamar impersonation, 
their best uh, Playboy Cardi impersonations. Because all these things doing are just impersonating other artists. They get so much fucking love. But we want originality. Call me when that makes sense. Call me when that fucking makes sense. At the same time, don't worry, bro. My fans like your shit. Send these niggas, cause it's okay. Have you heard my shit? I know that you rap. Okay, have you heard my shit? I don't care that you know it is that I do it. Have you heard my freestyles? Have you heard my music? Do you like my music? Do you like my freestyles? Yeah, okay then. So if I send some songs your way, are you going to have that same energy when you play one of my songs? Or are you gonna fucking act surprised? If you ain't, which means you ain't never heard my shit. You do got motherfuckers that do that shit. It's, a, it's fucking stupid. Because I'm sitting here in the fucking room, you're playing my fucking song, and that same reaction that you had when you text me, when you come in it and say, yo, your songs are dope, like you heard my shit, and then when I sit here, because I gotta be in your fucking chat room for you to even play my shit, to see a bunch of fucking asshats calling it trash, and never explain why it's trash, and I'm sitting here, and then you hear my song, and you know I rap over very, very alternative beats. Cause that, y'all need to hear about the beats first. Cause the beats work, I mean the songs work. That's stupid. Cause I have a fucking song called Wild Coyote. I am very careful with songs like that. It's a dope song, but because motherfuckers are so used to hearing the same shit over and over and over, motherfuckers are not used to anything that's unique. We all know that. If you send anything that's a curveball to a motherfucker's normally here, it's trash by the fault. It's stupid, it's dumb, it's how these motherfuckers think. If you send a fucking, like, and here's the thing about Wild Coyote. I call it that because A, the sample is called Coyote, but I call it Wild Coyote. And the, the vocals sound like a coyote howling. And the beat is, the beat is chill, Everything, and I'm trying to, you know, have little, you know, little references to being a coyote. It's kind of like lyrical, spiritual, mixed with some deeper meaning type of shit with a dice, with a nice vibe to it. No, a hybrid of both, which makes think that you can't do. It's just not hard to do, just use like 10% I'm driving in a white car, they say I'm driving in a Tiger Zord, Cherry. Tiger Zord, White Rangers, White. Cherry is a car. So, anyway. Um, so, anyway. I sing that song. They'll hate the fuck out of it. They will. It's too slow. That's the vibe, you retard. That's the fucking vibe. That's the vibe that I'm going for. Nigga, I don't make turn up shit. But you got this song. I don't care. You gotta be careful with motherfuckers like that, cause they'll get attached to a sound and and get and be like, you should keep making songs like this. And how about no? I go off of my vibes, not your vibes. This is how you talk to your fans. Are you a fan? The fans should not tell an artist how to fucking make art. 
You don't see nobody telling Picasso how to fucking paint. You don't fucking see people telling Shakespeare how to fucking write plays. And the, and the issue with that is this. If you're making music for a specific niche, which motherfuckers hate, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because every time when an artist makes niche shit, mother, some fans don't like that. Like your niche fans, they love it. But some fans outside of your niche don't love it. Why? Because they wanna be included. I mean, if you wanna be included, be included. But they feel that they're missing out on something. So since we're just going into the niche and understanding it, they want the artist to come to them. No, stop making that Nietzsche shit that's help. Stop making that Nietzsche, that Nietzsche shit that's that's helping you. Make some shit that's accessible for us. The fuck? I got a Nietzsche fan base that fucks with my shit. Heavy. Why the hell would I make music for you? Oh, but no. These people accept me for me. You don't do that. You want me to be something I'm not. Hmm, what the, who, who, who else does that? Labels do that. And when you look into the comments, you see motherfuckers using terms like, that nigga's A and who's his publishers or who's his A&R? And these are fans saying this shit, by the way. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing something. This is, fans never spoke like this. And speaking of, I'm just saying. So, Back to Lyrical Spiritual Miracle. I love making songs like that. To be honest with you, it's creative, it's fun. But however, motherfuckers do not like that because too many industry-minded motherfuckers in the underground. Niggas think if you got over a thousand million streams, you are considered underground. Really? If you got 300, 300K, you're underground. No the fuck you're not. If you got 300 and something K and you're doing shows on Rolling Loud with a bunch of mainstream motherfuckers, how the hell are you still underground, my guy? Cool Keith is underground. He's been underground for decades and still put out fucking music doing little bitty clubs. And the only time he even got a TV appearance recently, not, you know, because he was on BET. He was hot in the 90s and shit like that with Ultra Magnetic, but the only time he ever got any fucking recognition he needed, it was on Felon. One time. One time. This thing is 58 years old. It's still putting out music. One of my, some of my favorite albums, like, um, what's that fucking album called? Is this a two disc album? It has some of my favorite Cool Keith songs. Mind you, this dude's in fucking mid-50s and still rapping like it's nothing. Like every time Cool Keith drops an album, this fool is damn near about to be 60, about to be 60 and still dropping music. That's longevity. To these niggas, no, the Platinum Blacks. If Cool Keith were to die to die today, God forbid he does. But if he does, the whole hip hop world will know and remember Cool Keith. He's innovative. He did a lot of shit that these rappers are doing nowadays. Ain't it kind of funny how the artists that do the most innovative shit are the most slept on, the most hated? And as soon as they blow up or they die, 
That's when they get their flowers? Or they just become forgotten? I'm just saying. But I'm just, I'm just being real with it, man. I'm just being so real with it. You're like, oh, but, but that lyrical spiritual shit is corny. Okay, nigga, to you. You're not, you're not part of the group. But you make, I make everything. I can make a song like In The Cut and make some shit that's on some Mega Blaster level. Difference is that shit was off beat. And I was, if that shit was on beat and the flow was on beat, it would sound dope. And even if it was on beat, niggas still would call it trash. For what? It's too lyrical, spiritual. You call anything trash. That's the best what's wrong with this generation today. Y'all call anything trash. You rap, you rap. If your lyrics are too complicated, trash. Too simple, trash. It's like this one dude. You rhyming two syllables with two syllables with two syllables. You need to, like, you know, you need to. It sounds too elementary. Let me, let me show something. Let me, let me show something real quick. Where that shit at? Where's that shit? Now explain to me if this is motherfucking... Let me see. Where is it at? Where is that shit? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Is it? It's a picture. And some fools like, man, these are ABC, ABC elementary flow. This is ABC, ABC. These are ABC. I'm like, those ain't really that ABC, dog. This dude has multi syllables and then every line with a two syllable, two syllable, start with a two syllable. And with, notice how two syllables are always present. Yeah, motherfuckers say, it's two mother. You can't be. You know why people like doing two syllable? Versus, because two syllables are the most easiest to fucking easy. They're easy to do. I've noticed this because I write a lot on my phone. I never stop writing rhymes. I never start. I never stop studying reels. Hence why I get good at this skill we call rap. That's why I find it. That's why I get pissed when people say, you gotta be born with it. How to, like, anytime someone says you gotta be born to learn a skill, like rapping, you're fucking retarded. You're dumb. You're as dumb as motherfuckers who start rapping, put their songs out, you call them trash, and say, quit rapping, you suck. Drop the mic, it's over. You suck, you're garbage. And keep in mind, they just started rapping. You suck, you're garbage. Drop the mic, you suck. Then they get better at fucking rapping. You know how this generation is. Then they get better at rapping. They remember your name. They see your fucking song. No, that's three, four, eight years ago. This nigga rapping trash. Then he raps some dope shit. You don't even give him the motherfucking like. You don't give him like or her that motherfucking like. Hey, I see that you're getting better at your craft. But instead, it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's mid, which is the new trash. So even though this dude's flow's on point, bar's on point, everything's on point, let's be real with it, nigga. You're a fucking hater. I'm not hating. You don't see the progression? You don't see this nigga growth from four years ago? And you still see him in that same fucking light now? 
even though he is showing time and time again that he's fucking growing? I'm gonna say to you, and you got motherfuckers that do that kind of fucking shit too. You think that's not hating? I'm not hating. Sometimes you gotta fucking just call it what it is. Niggas be hating in denial. Stop being in denial of who the fuck you are. You're a fucking hater. If a fucking reviewer is giving someone praise and you're saying, for real, for real, that's, she likes that shit, for real. That indicates that you're a fucking hater to me. Because what is wrong with that song? All these other songs sound the same. I'm the only ones out the box. And that is the fucking problem. When you think too outside the box, they don't fucking like you. But we'll sit there and take notes and bite your shit. And when they fucking ask, this is a peculiar sound. Who inspired that sound? Oh, you know, I had some homies. And I had, nah, nigga, got that from me. You, you trash. I'm trash, but you bit my shit. And niggas will, and trust me, motherfuckers will think just like that. Call your shit trash, bite your shit, and when you confront them, oh, it's, your shit's trash, but why'd you bite it though? This is like how niggas will call you trash, yet follow you. Remember that little Dirk fucking comment? When niggas was like, I had gave um, little Dirk hell like he cares. Niggas, little Dirk's making money. Why the fuck does he care that you're giving him hell every time you fucking drops an album? I used to come out and, he needs, and he's admitting it in the comments. Every time there's a song, I would say, trash, lame, mid, garbage, trash, L, and he drops a, he drops a new song, he drops this new song that I like, oh yeah. So you're a hater, so this also proves what we said. Haters are your fans. They're your fans. They're your fucking fans. Cause only, cause only, cause let's be real with it. If you don't like something, you just ignore it. These niggas will look up your shit and share it and make you famous. Then when you become famous and milk the shit, now you in a big car, a big house, and fucking Calabasas, they got the balls to ask how the fuck did he get that? How did he get that? How did he become so successful? You, bitch. To catch your mouth shut and stop trying to f- and, and literally not and literally just ignored me, I wouldn't be his big house, big car, big fucking backyard for my daughter to fucking play in, sharing my shit. I mean, you got these rappers, they trash, man. But y'all sharing them and making reels of them and shit, and wonder why these niggas so fucking famous. I tell you, boy. But then the artists that actually got skis, you ignore them. Unless they're a fucking big name. But if you're like a nobody, because they go off your numbers, it's fucking stupid. I don't get, how you gonna say, get, get good at the craft of making music when niggas don't care about the craft of making music? Like I, like y'all said, it's 2% music, 99% business. Why should anyone care about the fucking craft at this fucking point? Why would you get mad when Logic say, I don't care about lyrics. Come on, Logic don't care. Y'all don't care about lyrics. What's the fucking point? It's Logic. Okay, niggas, Logic. But let's be real with him, my G. You don't care about lyrics. 
care about vibes. I can do that all day. I got a fucking whole EP that's about vibes called When Winter Starts. So what you mean to make a whole bunch of fucking albums like that? Alright. Well, we talk about merch the bars. No, no, no. You want vibes. So I, I gotta give you a bunch of in the cuts and 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 shit like that. But you're a dope lyricist. I know that. You don't want that. That's the issue when you can do both. You can be on some lyrical shit, vibey shit, club shit if you feel like it. But I tend to stay away from club shit because it's not my thing. But if I feel like making something that's a clubby song, I would do it. They be like, but still, man, you got to give the people what they want. And what the fuck they want from an artist that they don't fucking know. Like, make that make sense. If you are not a fan of my music, how can I give you what you want? Only thing that you want me to do is replicate what you hear on the radio or who's your favorite artist. Goes back to my example. Your favorite artist is turn up hype, hype, hype music. You want me to mimic what the fuck they do. That's what the fuck you like. You know, I don't make hype music. Just saying. But, like I say, lyrical, spiritual, miracle. I like making that kind of fucking music. It's like, you're just rhyming and not saying nothing. I don't care. I, I heard the beat and I, and I just lit my pen and go. And it's what the fuck I felt like writing. I do not give a fuck. Right, if you want to hear some deeper shit, go on my SoundCloud. Go on my Spotify, go to my discotor, go to my discography. I got plenty of songs singing about real shit. Unless you can get past the monotone voice that I have. It's not even that fucking monotone. Like some motherfuckers just can't help that's how their voice is. And you know that. You just want to play build a bear workshop with an artist and have this weird vision of what they should sound like. Which what you should do. And these ain't these ain't ARs. These are fucking fans. Who listen to other artists? Who talk to you like an AR? Which is the most weirdest, corniest shit I've ever seen. Not an AR, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? Tell me. You're recording music on a on a on an ice ball mic. Uh, XX Tentacion has recorded music on an ice ball mic that has some good quality. He has made songs raw purposely, and people fuck with his shit. And the only time this dude ever made an album that was professionally mixed, and when he put his fucking first album, I think it was Question, like his first album, his first album. Um, I think it was 14, no 17. His first album. When he start, when he got signed and start, and that's the only time when he had songs that had like high quality. No, no, no. I think it was question mark when because 17 was more of a mixed bag of what he's been doing. And then you had question mark. Keep in mind this nigga made look at me raw on a snowball mic. And that shit went fucking platinum. 
Now Diamond, because he's dead. So, so it's not about the quality of the music, nigga. Kanye West showed you that. MF Doom showed you that. This fool made an album called Operation Doomsday. Like he recorded that shit in a fucking garage. In a basement. And that shit is a cult classic. Have you heard Mad Villainry? I mean, have you heard Mad Villainry? That Mad Lib in, in, in Doom album. The whole fucking album mix was raw as fuck. This is 05. All of Doom's music has always been mixed rough. You rarely to never hear this nigga's vocals sound clear. Yet, guess what? It's still cool. It still slaps. What you're doing is trying to fucking make underground artists, you know, follow this motherfucking mantra. I don't know fuck with a fucking word of being industry without being a fucking sales, which y'all niggas swear up and down that you want artists to be. How the hell are you gonna tell an artist to be they fucking self, then tell them to be industry like everybody else? Be generic, then get shit on for being generic. Who does that? Damn if you do, damn if you don't. I got promoters, DJs hitting me up. Yo, bro, send me your music. I'll play it on Hot 97. It's a fucking lie. There is no way hell a Hot 97 DJ is going to hit me up out of nowhere and tell me how dope I am. I don't believe that shit. And first of all, my music is not meant for you niggas. My voice does not fucking... If you heard my fucking rap voice, it's not for the industry. It's not to go platinum. I cannot picture myself going platinum with my rap voice. I'm sorry. My shit is strictly alternative, strictly underground. It's not meant for the mainstream masses. It's going to sound like a fucking mess. These niggas are going to be having a field day so they fucking, you know, get used to you. Because this, this is how the mainstream masses get used to you. The underground scene hears you and be like, yo, you know what? This is your sound. I respect it. I love it. The mainstream world, this is what they do. They do shit that high school kids do. They call you whack. They don't know you. They look at every flaw on your face, except for your fucking music. They... Cause you know, as right now, I'm balding a little bit. So when I have my dreads, have been different. But nigga, he got dreads. He's trying to like all these mumble rappers. You kind of fucking forget rocking dreads and hip hop ain't fucking new. These are kids, '90s kids, early 2000s kids, and a bunch of fucking old heads who kind of for who got amnesia and forget Buster Rhymes had dreads at a fucking goddamn time. So any fucking damn way, yo, look at your drip. Look at your flaws on your face. And don't and just off of that corny lame trash. It's something about them I don't like. You know, giving them a trying to make up a reason to hate on you. Anytime someone says it's something about him I don't like, that's just a they trying to make up a reason to not like you. Let's be real with it. Let's be real with it. Let's be real with it. That's what the fuck they do. Then they keep looking at your hair. They're looking at how the fuck you talk. So if you fucking talk. In a weird way, niggas fucking actually compared Earl to fucking little Zan because he rap because he talks with a very, you know, uh, you know how Earl talks. Like very, 
you know, chill. So you should fucking get an idea of why the fuck he raps like that. He literally talks the way he he, he talks the way he raps. Same thing with Vince Stables. You see what I mean? And so they'll look at you. They'll look at you. They'll look at you and try to fill you out and try to figure out what box they want to put you in. Because what they're doing. And then you start talking. You start speaking articulate. Oh, he another T.I. Because you know niggas hate when you start speaking that articulate language. He's trying to sound white. Trust me. They'll make, they'll make fun of you for speaking articulate. He's using even big words. See how ignorant motherfuckers sound? He's using them big words. He gonna be the another T.I. Come on, you're not T.I. Um, T.I. ain't the first or the last rapper to fucking speak articulate. Dumbass. Real talk. Then... They'll go into the meal. Then you gotta fucking play nice. You can't be angry. You know these niggas do this shit. And you gotta be a good boy. You gotta be a good boy. You gotta be nice. You gotta, you gotta be nice. And you see why I don't, I don't wanna go mainstream? You can't be yourself. You gotta be nice. Even though the people talk down to you and talk shit about you, you gotta be classy. You gotta be nice. But if someone disrespects you, you gotta be nice. But here's a double-edged sword. If a nigga's talking shit, and you don't send them back, he a bitch, he a bitch. You, you react and beat the fuck out of him? Oh, he's another one of those crazy rappers that will punch someone in the face for talking shit. Oh, I lost all respect for him. You still want to be fucking famous? You still want to be fucking famous? And on top of the fact that you a nobody to you when you do that shit? Oh, no, you're a nobody and you're doing that? I've seen these niggas, I've seen these fools rip apart people who are actually nice. If you're too nice, you ain't hip hop. Hip hop ain't, hip hop is not, nah, nah. Hip hop ain't for, for weak ass, goody goody two shoes. Have you fucking, it seems to me that people kind of forget that 80s hip hop existed. Because 80s hip hop was very fucking nice. Very fucking, damn there, it was like fucking kid friendly. It was like W. It's like it was like WCW before the nineties. It was like WWF in the eighties before the nineties. It's like motherfuckers. It's as much y'all say respect that real hip hop. You kind of respect the nineties more than the eighties to the point where you kind of forget that eighties hip hop exists. Let's be fucking real with it. How you a real hip hop head but ignore the eighties? Because when y'all say hip-hop, real hip-hop, real rap, you're always tracing back to the 90s. You're never going back to the 80s. Hence why you got these motherfuckers that be thinking, these, these rappers are soft. When you see rappers coming together, who's the beef, and they come together, and, and, you, and they coming together in unity, you got 90s hip-hop fans. As mind you, you, you kind of stop seeing unity around that time. There's always beefs back and forth. You barely to ever see anyone come back together and unify like in the 80s and early 90s. So when the rappers today come together, it's like, why you went back to him? Why you went back to him? Why you was with him? Fans confused. Why the fuck you're doing that? Like when you beef, you're beef forever. 
It can be a, a misunderstanding or some blog make up some bullshit. He's taking shots at you because motherfuckers love the fucking beef. They love to make up drama and fans are so sheep, they fucking believe it. Purposely. Because that's what the fuck hip hop has turned into. And niggas don't see no problem with that whatsoever. Okay. No problem? None? No problem? Okay. It's, it's no problem. I'm just saying, my guy. Just saying. But back to what I'm saying about lyrical spiritual, man. You don't like lyrical spiritual rap, don't listen. Not for you. But you're trying to tell an artist to legit change their whole sound for you or for a group of you, that's dumb. Because you got because that artist already have, if that artist already has a niche that already fucks with their music, why the fuck should I change it? It can gain more people. You seen it in the comments. Tech Nine should do more songs with pop artists to break out his brand. So what? So a bunch of Technicans or whatever you want to call them, call him a fucking sellout. Even though he fucking his name, even though you kept pushing this man in Little Wayne's face during the MySpace era, saying Tech Nine's better. Tech Nine deserves. Tech Nine deserves. Where, where Lil Wayne should be at. Tech Nine should be where, where Lil Wayne is at. And then Tech Nine does a song with Lil Wayne on on the Carter 3. No, no, the Carter 4. Yes, with Lil Wayne. Tech Nine will not be mainstream. Yes, he has an underground coat phone, but they're trying to keep him underground. Once he did that song, once he made, once he was featured on, on Lil Wayne's Carter 4, that was it. He blew up a little bit. Then doing a song with B.O.B. Then making songs with a then new artist, Kendrick. Then had his fucking shit everywhere on billboards. This fool dropped an album last year. You don't see it promoted on billboards, don't you? I'm just saying. And he's still putting out music. He got a Grammy? Nope. Needs to be like, it's about to act up. Fucking numbers. It's fucking fake ass numbers. Niggas fucking alternate their fucking numbers and fake their streams, and you niggas take that for fucking face value? I don't. Never be mainstream. Don't want to be. I won't be able to talk my shit like I'm talking it now. Being mainstream keeps you from doing what the fuck you want to do. And oh yeah, if you go get a little taste of mainstream and you succeed in the mainstream world, and then you go back underground, you get a whole bunch of motherfuckers saying, you fell off, you fell off. But you, but you got, but you got royalty checks. You got money. You're you're eating good, but you fell off. How the fuck I fell off? If 
I'm making money. I'm still, you know, making money. I'm still doing shows. What the fuck do you mean fell off? Then if you're like a, then what they'll do is if you're like a dumb old Genesis or whatever, or a big crit, we want him to come back. What they mean is, can he be big? Can he blow up? So therefore, long you don't believe in rappers falling off. You look for a specific artist that you fuck with to come back mainstream. So have they really fell off? Cause you are you just not checking for them because they're not big big like they used to. I'll let you answer that. Cause every once in a while I was in a big crit. I was I still was in a big crit. And then you got fans who said, you still listen to this artist? He hasn't been had for years, really? And again, that's why don't everyone go mainstream. Because to me, my high school, he's not cool no more. His hype died down. He's not cool no more. Murder and keep in mind, just to show you how fake fans are, the reason why Bobby Smurda couldn't put out music was because of the fact he was stuck on a fucking he was stuck on his label. But however, fans didn't care. You wasted it. You we were hyped for you. Bobby Smurda dropped an album. Fuck that, we moved on. But his fool was in jail. He had a this he was still starting to fuck that. We moved on, damn it. But the whole time, Bobby Smurder, free Bobby Smurder, free Bobby Smurder, Bobby Smurder out. He he dropped the ball. The, regardless of him, regardless of the fact that this nigga was still under a contract he couldn't get out of, which which kept him from putting out music. You just left because if he would have been underground, you still wouldn't. But whatever. See, shit like that is what makes this shit kind of. Sorry, bro. I can't. I'm gonna say, might be careful. You never know who's listening. I don't care. What the fuck I feel? That's why I shocked. I said, what the fuck I feel. I don't care. Oh. Okay, but for the ones of my fucking shit, cause I said what the fuck I said. Hobbies too. You can't be a hobbyist. Who the fuck say you can't be a hobbyist? The only reason why motherfuckers don't like hobbyists because they know that hobbyists make hobbyists make the best music. And to them, it kills them that someone can be so talented yet treat this music thing as a fucking hobby. You could be making hits. I've heard your discography. You can make hits. You can blow up. You can be major. You can fucking go around the world. Yet, you are doing this as a hobby. You could be the next Kendrick, Cap. That's why. Because they know if you're a hobbyist and you're making great music, you're wasting your talent. You're wasting 
You're wasting the fact that you could be going platinum. You're wasting the fucking fact that you could be on a billboard charge. You're wasting the fucking fact that you can have millions of fans and you can be doing big things. And and they go hard on artists that actually got talent. I've seen motherfucking fake ass marketers spam the fuck out of me saying, bro, why we really need to fucking put up a marketing problem? Tiktok. I am a 34-year-old man that makes music. 
what the fuck would have gained from that? Now, if TikTok would have came out, let's say 2012-ish, and I was like 25, living with my mom, that'd been a whole different story. Like Instagram, motherfuckers wasn't really promoting their music. We was like me and I'll say this, me and K Money and New Team SPR and KLA Records, we were like one of the few artists that literally promoted our music through Instagram. One of the few who do that. We kind of was the first to kind of do that before everyone started fucking flooding the market and started doing. It's like before hashtags, way before hashtags. Then when hashtags were new, we started using hashtag going to music, hashtag Mike Sense, blah, 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 blah. We were one of the few to do that. She became oversaturated. And that's the problem. When she becomes oversaturated, where can you go? You know what I'm saying? Where could have where can you go? And then you got cats who hate rappers that have a niche audience. Why? Like, you don't fit that niche. Like I said in my last podcast, it's because of the fact that you feel left out. When an artist makes songs that are niched to a specific audience, you have these cats who hear this artist or got a friend, a family member, that says, hey, hear this dude, he's dope. And they hear the nigga, and they say, hey, he's not really saying anything. He's just saying lyrical spiritual shit. At the same time, my nigga, that's his style. That's who he is. I just wish the you go on his fucking discography, you know, is that he doesn't just do his lyrical spiritual math. He does other songs. And then you fucking tap this attachment to his other songs and say, I wish you did more songs like this in order for you to like them. I disagree, because if you don't like the artist who the fuck he is fully, how the hell are you going to fucking be a real benefit? You're going to be one type of fan that will hop off the bandwagon of liking him. And only when he makes a song that is in the favor of what you like, then you're rocking with him. Which proves you not you didn't really hate him in the first place. Like that dumb comment about Lil Durk. I just do like, I hated him. I used to rip him apart. I used to hate him. Every song he made, I used to hate him. So he made this song. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a fan now. Like y'all, expose yourself do that. Close yourself. Now, let's say for so I'm just saying, like, if that's your niche, that's your lane, that's you. I just say when fans get upset, like, look at, um, Kambada. Uh, he, of course, have a, has a niche. He is definitely lyrical, spiritual, miracle, spiritual, spiritual. Okay? And there is a lane for that. Him and Loaded Lux are lyrical, spiritual, miracle, spiritual. They are, they have a lane. They've done songs together. Fucking awesome. And what I don't like when fans say, if you're a fan of these rappers, why don't you rap like that? You see what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers think like, even when you, like, like it's, it's weird to me fans do that kind of shit. They'll say shit like, if you're related to an artist, why come you don't rap like them? Because all because someone's related to you, or it be your brother or cousin, does not fucking mean that we are into the same fucking thing. Like, Deltron 3030 is Ice Cube's blood cousin. 
all because they're blood relatives doesn't mean they're into the same shit. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, all because you're from the West Coast, you can't just, it's not just West Coast gangster rap. Our side is from the West Coast. Iroh's from the West Coast. Ugly Duckness from the West Coast. People on the service from the West Coast. Murders from the fucking West Coast. These are artists and groups that don't make typical, stereotypical gangster rap. Freestyle Fellowship, anyone? They're from the West Coast. And they, and back in the days, people heard, like, really was about, yo, you have to be unique. And some of this, listen, this, um, generation always want to try to keep that mindset. You gotta be unique. You gotta stand out. You, okay, what is the best way to stand out than just say some bunch of fucking crazy, because that's what lyrical spiritual rap is. Saying shit that stands out. So if you don't say anything, hell, it's funny. You say, man, we don't like these lyrical spiritual rappers. Let me say some random shit. This nigga fucking... Young thug, 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 this nigga Young Thug, right? Talks about fucking his niece, auntie, whatever. That's a standout bar, ain't it? I'm just saying. Y'all niggas make compilations of bars that are sus. And then sometimes y'all niggas fucking miss it. Prime example when uh, Kendrick Lamar made a song speaking about, speaking in a woman's perspective. In this era, you better not do that again. It's see, back in the days, fans wasn't that stupid. We knew that okay, he's not—he's speaking from a woman's perspective, right? Like, like I used to love her. Motherfuckers thought that they were talking. People, when when that song came out, people thought Common was talking about an ex-girlfriend that came to California and got fucked up. Mind you, people thought West Coast rappers killing hip hop. This gangster. Keep in mind of that. Yet we're in an era where people completely forget that 80s rap was like WWE before them. Like, it was like clean, no blood, everything was just like colorful and fun. And then all of a sudden, you know, 90s came around and got raw and real and gritty and, and gangster. And since motherfuckers like, for like, parade the 90s generation of hip-hop so much like the 80s don't fucking exist. Remember that. So anyway, people thought that Common was talking about his ex-girlfriend that came to California and got fucked up. And, and that's how the Ice Cube and Common B started. He didn't know that he was... And even at the end of fucking song, he said, what well, I'm talking about is hip-hop. He's talking about a girl... And that is the most overused concept. Because ever since Common did it, almost every fucking underground rapper has a fucking song. Even fucking Master Ace has a song where it's very similar to I Still Love Her. Like, bro, what are we doing? It's continuing tradition. I didn't know that. That is the most cliche fucking topic ever. I mean, I did it, I did it, I let, me, let, me, let me be real with you, I have a song on my SoundCloud where it's kind of like that, but, let's be real with it, this is the one, like, but you're unique, you're different, all because you're unique, does it mean that people like you, I'm just telling you, but let's be real, in hip-hop, it's always open for uniqueness, is it really, 
Like, it's kind of like you're doing the watered-down version of that. Because back in the day, that was damn near like a law in hip-hop. Like, you better be unique. If, any, if you're biting up for anybody, motherfuckers will clown you. There was a lot of biters, bro. Remember back in the day, you had the fat boys, right? You had a fucking group called the Skinny Boys. Back in the days, motherfuckers would make parodies of, like... And that shit kept going on to the early 2000s. Remember that song, um, No Pigeons? It was a response to No Scrubs. And that was the beginning of the response records where a feat where a male would make a song and then the females make a response to it. Like, it wasn't me and a female had to respond to it. You know, back in the days, that's how that shit started. We fucking started back in, way back in the days when, you know, hoes with problems, if it was like physical problems and hoes with attitude or something. But... Like I say, man, when it comes down to it, dog, just keep a niche running with it. So, but sometimes artists just are versatile like that. And some people say, well, that boom bappy rap shit, you got to pick a style that works for you out and what you comfortable doing, what you comfortable making. When I make that fucking song Shadow, I dip that shit to get that out of my fucking system. And this which is just one, like years ago, someone said, this sounds like Polo G. I, I didn't know what the fuck Polo G was. I heard of Polo G and looked up how to rap like Polo G. And then, you know, and that's the first time I ever did a fucking rap flow where I didn't switch my stanzas. Like, for real, this is the song Shadows. That's the first time I ever had a steady, 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 like, like very steady verse. Where if you know me, my verse stanzas are very fucking weird. They're like MF Doom, where it's it's everywhere. And it's funny how I, I hate that I couldn't find this example of a of a split where some idiot said something like the stanzas are everywhere and it's ABC rhymes. No, nigga, those ain't ABC rhymes. Those don't. Those are like that's immediate as bet at bet. ABC rhymes is I got a cat. Stay with me, you can hit with a bat. Or better yet, me and my homies got gats. I don't care where you're at. I be spitting stacks. You and my niggas counting stacks. That's ABC rhymes. Understand that. You know what I mean? It's an illusion. Let me say something. All you gotta do is just do double multi-syllables. People would think that you're doing over multi-syllables. I can do a whole verse. I was thinking about doing like a whole verse, nothing but just two syllable rhymes. Which are easy to fucking do. Easy to fucking do like internal rhymes with. Because when you have a word that has more syllables, you in you either start a verse with that or you end a verse with that. Like if I say something like, God, there's no competition competition, that's four syllables, there's no competition, have you missing, why you think people use a, start off with a four syllable rhyme, and then break it down to two syllables, two syllables, two syllables, two syllables, then end it with three, it's easy to pull off two syllables, to break down the syllable that you did, the one, you know what I mean, and then sometimes you can do, you know, internal rhymes here and there, whatever, but then, does that not... But here's the kicker. By me rapping in this crazy fucking way, are you bored? No. And then you add the fucking punching in, 
and different flows. You're never bored. So I don't see people like, but Polo G is boring because he's just the same standards. Exactly. So why compare me to this nigga when I don't sound like him? But again, these are fans who are desperately go to any independent radio, any independent radio station that only favors artists that make whatever's on the fucking radio. They will sit there and tell you. Like, bro, you remind me. They'll throw up any name. You remind me of Polo G. Don't rap over a single beat that he raps over. You remind me of Earl. You remind me of this rapper. Like, no, let the fans decide. The reason why I have an issue with that because fans love to put artists in boxes they should not be in. Like, Boom Bappy rap is celebrated. Anyone should do that Boom Bappy shit. Even Daylight said, everyone, all these Bumble rappers all had a Boom Bappy face. Remember how I said that? And no one didn't care. Why do you think Chippy Red made a song called Rap Like Me? He sounds cool. But because these backpackers love having these little fucking, you know, bars that are set where if you're not rapping in double entendres and, and dense rhyming, you're not the word. You're not the hip enough. You're not the word. You're, you're decent. You're cool. But you will never be a rap god or a fucking... You're a lyricist. You'll never be a joke. This is why I don't give a fuck about top tier conversations or adult conversations. I don't care about them conversations. I'm rapping. If a fluke happens where I blow up, I will say it in a fucking goddamn podcast. I'll say it in the fucking interview. I don't really care for adult conversations for that fucking reason. But it's what it is.